0: The Gardaí are entitled to use discretion when stopping somebody for uh, for mobile phone use while driving, uh, but its use remains controversial within the organisation. Now on Sunday at a marriage that European Commissioner for Trade Phil Hogan was stopped, not only all the other carry on that went down in Clifton as well, but he was stopped by the Gardaí in Kildare for using a mobile phone while he was driving uh, to the controversial Aroctus Golf Society, now known as Golfgate in Galway. It is understood the Guardian involved did not use a fine or other punishment, i.e. penalty points, for the offence, and instead used their discretion to issue a verbal warning, or a caution as it's called, uh, which a record of which is entered into the Garda Pulse system. Now this, by the way, this is not uncommon, Um, It's not that it was just used for Phil Hogan. So I don't want the conversation to centre around Phil Hogan. Now, news of the incident has added a widespread anger, of course, of controversy over the weekend, and everybody knows about Golfgate at this stage, and I suppose it's just maybe made things worse. But Susan Gray of the road safety group, Park, said, imagine the damaging road message uh, drivers are getting today. Road safety needs to apply to the powers that be. This is happening time and time again, and we're thoroughly fed up with it. Now, the Guardi have made a statement in relation to it, And they did say that the Garda in question, uh, that the Garda can use the discretion in such matters and that this is provided for under the Garda Code of Ethics. So I want to know what you think. Do you agree with Garda discretion? Because now Garda discretion has come up, I suppose, in a debate for conversation. In other words, should a guard be allowed to use his discretion? And I don't mean just for mobile phones. If a guard stops you, say, speeding and you're 10 kilometres over the speed limit and it's one o'clock in the morning and it's a fine night and it's not wet and there's no traffic and the weather conditions um, you know are better you know it's not inclement in any way should the guard say listen thankfully for you the weather conditions are good here's a caution don't ever let me catch you doing that again people might say well it's a word of warning and you might not do it again because you were given a bit of a chance so guard of discretion has always been there probably more so years ago than it is now but some people believe guards shouldn't have that discretion and if you break the law you break the law a clear message has to be sent out. You were speeding, you were holding a mobile phone, whatever it is. Uh, well, on the phone is Susan Gray, chairperson of Park uh, Road Safety Group. Good afternoon to you, Good afternoon to you Susan.
2: Good afternoon,
0: Ned. Um, look, this story, unfortunately, has gathered legs for a multitude of different reasons. But the latest part of the story, of course, is that the guards use their discretion when stopping him with a mobile phone. Of course, yourself and your members wouldn't be too pleased about this because you believe it sends out the wrong message. The argument the guards have is... We gave him a warning and your average person, forget about Phil Hogan for a second, might get the message with a warning and say, gosh, you know, I dodged a bullet there. I won't do that again.
2: No, we don't believe that. We believe it gave a very bad message to the likes of Phil Hogan that um, he could get away with it. Mm -hmm. And it's sending an extremely bad message to all other road users and drivers. If he can get away with it, why should we be in these laws? Is there one law for us ordinary folk and is there another law for these elite? That's the feedback we're getting from members of the public and from our members, many who have lost loved ones in road traffic collisions. So while we believe now that the Gardaí have to have some discretionary power, it should be far and few between. It should only apply in a matter of, say, life and death. We badly need to know, and the public need to know, from the Tisha and the Tarnisha when they get the report from the Garda Commissioner on what's up in Pulse, why did this Garda give Phil Hogan, why did he use his discretionary power on this occasion? Did Phil Hogan not have a hands-free kit?
0: You would imagine he would have... Now, I don't know if he's driving his own personal car or a rented car because he spends most of his time in Brussels now. So, uh, but I imagine he's, he earns quite a substantial amount of money. He would have a decent car. And I only said this this morning. When I'm getting my car service and I get a loan of a car, the first thing I do when I get into the car is connect the car to the Bluetooth. It's the mm-hmm. first, it's just a habit. I just do it all the time. And the same when I rent a car. First thing I do is, if I'm on holidays, I'll connect it to the Bluetooth. Provided, of course, it's available. In his case, I couldn't imagine it wasn't available to
2: him. Yeah, can we imagine that it wasn't available to him? But until such time that uh, Michael Martin and Leo Faradka get the report from the Garda Commissioner, and hopefully um, on the pulse there's a reason given why from this Garda, why he decided that Phil Hogan didn't deserve three penalty points for driving while holding a mobile phone,
0: and I signed. eighty-five euro. Yeah, yeah. See, I we going go back away. about four years ago. I was at traffic lights, and a guard of car pulled up beside me. And when they did, my phone was on the seat, and the phone rang. And in sheer panic, because it was a guard of car beside me, I picked up the phone, and I rejected the call and put it back down again because I was in yeah. the traffic. I was at traffic lights, right? I pulled away from the traffic lights. The guards pulled me in the lights went on and the guard said uh, you were using a mobile apparatus while in charge of a motor vehicle and I said but I said you looked at me I seen you you, you seen me picking up the phone and just rejecting it was at the traffic lights and he said it doesn't matter the last stage you can't be in, you can't be using the phone okay. at all and I got three penalty points and I got a fine okay. now in that case I thought the guard should have used his discretion said but look he was at the lights he clearly didn't use the phone he just picked it up and rejected the call he could see that but they didn't use the discretion
2: Yeah, it just goes to show Nile that there's a a wide variation of reasons, depending on what guard stops you. You know, that has to be tightened and there has to be clear rules that unless the guardee is given a valid life and death reason why that person... Mm -hmm. Is on the mobile phone, and we know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I know
0: I should have just let the phone ring. I shouldn't have picked it up. I was at. Tra- Mind you, I was stopped at traffic lights at the time, and that's why mm. I thought it was okay. That's my own ignorance to the law. But I know I broke the law because I was in. I was in charge of a motor vehicle, and I picked up a mobile phone. But I suppose. Yeah, but
2: in the case of Phil Hogan Nile he wasn't. He was going to a golf to where there was what eighty-one people getting mm. together in, to ba- in, in, a, in, a,
0: in an orange weather warning yeah. too. By the way, can I just point yeah. out? Yeah.
2: Which, and um, the the rules seem to apply to the rest of us but you1 people uh, it's just beggar's belief that like, and do you do you, you believe you that be when discretion, that,
0: discretion is used do you believe when discretion sorry? when discretion is used by a member of a garish economy which they are allowed to use discretion but when that discretion is used in, in in every case do you believe they should have to make a report uh, on the poll system as to why they use that discretion
2: absolutely and we would be totally shocked if that pulse entry merely said that the Garda used his discretion full stop. Because that opens up a massive can of worms. They have to, did that Garda know Phil Hogan personally? Did he know he was a big shot? Like why, why? We need the public deserve to know why this Garda decided to use his discretion and on this occasion, what did Phil Hogan tell him to prevent that guard issuing a fixed charge notice for three penalty points?
0: He might have, just, apolog- he might have just apologized and said, sorry about that. I was in a hurry. I, I didn't mean it. Or, And sometimes that can work for people.
2: That's not a valid reason, no but know I'm, I, yeah, no, I'm not saying I'm not saying it's to. a
0: valid reason, Susan, but it does work for mm. people sometimes you know they just well, you know it, 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 they always say when you're stopped by the guards, your attitude you know c- can help tremendously if you're polite and if you're honest with the guard that sometimes they will use their discretion and give you a caution and do you agree with the idea of giving somebody a caution? Only in very, very rare, as
2: I said, the guard commissioners even said that there is guidelines where if someday it's a matter of life and death, if a Russian hospital and if it's proof and whatever, yes, use the discretion. But these have to be extremely strict guidelines. It cannot be used if a guard knows somebody and says, ah, feel sorry for you, away you go, or maybe another three penalty points would get you disqualified and we don't want that. You can't have one rule for one and another for another person it is so unfair
0: but to the courts but the courts use discretion too I mean if you've got somebody on you know I don't know nine penalty points and they go to court for a speeding ticket sometimes the judges you know, the the person will plead with the judge that they have a job and the judge will say okay I won't give you penalty points if you pay you know x amount of charity so the courts use that discretionary power as well
2: yes and we're trying to get the court per box done away with. Mm-hmm. for years now and the bill is for the Eurotus for I don't know how many years it doesn't seem to be going very far but we don't believe in the court per box at all but that's the judiciary, that's for another day, that's another issue
3: mm-hmm.
2: but even before they get to court if the guard is using discretion mm-hmm. and not even issuing a fixed charge notice and everybody knows this now Sending out a very bad message okay. to road okay. users and to Phil Hogan and the like. Yeah, I, I suppose it does
0: send out the message that if I do get stopped, the guard might let me off anyway.
2: Yes, yes. We don't want that. All right. And no, the message that's been sent out is that if you or me were stopped, we would surely get a fixed charge notice. It's the at least people have the impression now it's who you are. And that's, that has to be stamped out Leo Faradka and Nihol Martin has to show the people that this will not be tolerated.
0: OK, listen, thank you very much indeed. Susan Gray, who is the chairperson of Park Road Safety Group. Um, lots of text, by the way, coming in. Uh, Paul says, have the guardy issue and collected 81 €2,500 Euro fines related to Golfgate as they so uh, openly broke the law? Or were those warnings on the ads we heard and saw everywhere just applicable to us mere mortals and not the powers that be, says Paul? Uh, yeah, Paul, there is fines, different types of fines for different types of uh, guidelines that you break. The mask one, I suppose, is the big one for 2500 um, I don't know if there's a 2,500 fine for not social distancing or attending an event, say, that might have too many people, because it would be the people who hold the event who get the fine, not the ones who attend as as far as I know, according to the law. But then again, I, I don't know exactly. I suppose that's up to a court to interpret that. But I think the 2,500 fine was for Matt. If I'm... Correct me wrong, it might have been for masks, but I know there's a big fine for not wearing a mask, say, uh, in a shop or in a bus or whatever it happens to me. Um But it may be whoever organises the event is the one responsible for for doing that. In uh, saying that, of course, that's up to the hotel and the organisers work that one out between them. But you're right. Um, it do- well, the Gu- there is a Guardian investigation, by the way. That's kind of ongoing at the moment, so I'm sure we will get the result of that. But getting back to guards using their discretion. Um, I don't want to focus, and I know it's very difficult to get away from golf and COVID-19 and everything else, I want to focus on guard of discretion in general. Guard of discretion was used a lot more many years ago. Of late, you don't hear of as much guard of discretion. Guards pretty much stick to the law, but they will use the discretion every now and again. You know, if you're a couple of miles an hour over the limit, or if you happen to have a mobile phone in your hand, they might pull you over and, you know, give you a piece of their mind and tell you how dangerous it is and say, look, I'll tell you what, I'm in a good mood today. I'll give you a caution. If I ever see you doing this again, you're gone. I'm going to give you a fine penalty points. You know, so... Do you believe guards should be able to use that discretionary power? Or do you think that everybody who's caught, if they've broken the law, they must get a fine? Let me know what you think. The number is 087-188-008. Uh, Helena, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Helena? Hi. How are you? Good, Helena. Nice to talk to you. Uh, you believe the guards uh, should have discretionary power?
1: Yes, I do. Okay. Because the bottom line is the human beings and anybody can... I'm say make a mistake. Now I know mistakes can lead to all sorts of catastrophes. Make a bad decision, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we all do it. You know, if we all. If anybody says they don't, I don't think they're telling the truth because we all make a bad decision every now and again.
0: Yeah, I have three penalty points at the moment for speeding. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah. Um, I, it was,
0: a, it was, what well, it is, a lack of concentration. I was driving through the tunnel. I don't know if you're familiar with the port tunnel. Uh, I use it four times a day. And the speed limit is 80, which is very difficult to do, by the way. Uh, 80 kilometers an hour to the tunnel. It's usually empty when I'm going through it. And I usually put it on cruise control just to stop it going over 80. Uh, but I forgot. And I kind of, I think my speed was 91.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's, there's got to be some discretion, as I said. I think we, you know, we you, we're human beings at the bottom of it all, um, and anybody can make a, a bad decision. I'm in the medical profession, and I know a lot of doctors, nurses, everyone who's made a bad decision, and um, it doesn't necessarily end up with somebody in trouble from, for you know, as a patient wise. But it it there's got to be some discretion, I think.
0: Mm-hmm. So you think if a guard stops you in a certain circumstance breaking the law, he should be able to use his judgment based on your reaction, I suppose, if you're cheeky and rude and objectionable, I suppose, that you're not going to last too long. But if you're apologetic, genuinely, if he believes that, you know, you're not that type of person that would normally do something like that, that you genuinely do be a law-abiding citizen, that he should be able to give you a caution.
1: Yes, I do. I do. do. Yes. And I I mean thing is that you can tell a lot from someone's reaction as to whether you know it was a genuine mistake or whether it was uh, i'm above the law here yeah <laughs> you know you you shouldn't be stopping me anyway don't you know who i am yeah um, and you know i'm not i'm not saying everybody's like that but we are humans and we do make mistakes and so yes i i do think it's probably a lot of it is is down to the individual's reaction at the time. Yeah. Um, and you can tell when someone's genuinely apologetic. And, I mean, it doesn't mean that they're not guilty.
0: <laughs> no, no, it just means that, well, you're kind of giving them a stark, war. you know, a stern warning that if you ever see them doing it again, they're That's going to right. feel the force of the law.
1: Yes, exactly. Okay, um, we'll, we'll, stay, we'll stay there
0: for a second, leader. Uh, by the way, just to clarify, by the way, in relation to the lockdown measures and the fines, in relation to it. It says here, offences, and this is in relation to masks, first of all, the use of face coverings in shops, etc. Et offences are punishable uh, by a fine of up to 2,500 or in or six months imprisonment or a combination of both. Other penalties, the Act also allows for detention where it is believed by a qualified medical person that a person is a potential source of infection, a risk to public health. Uh, detention is also necessary to slow the spread of COVID-19. So you could consider, by the way, the party to be a risk to public health, I suppose, under those guidelines. So, Maybe that fine might apply in that particular circumstance. But again, I'm a bit unclear as to whether it applies to the person who organises the event or everybody attending. I suppose they'd have to clarify that in some sense, I suppose. Uh, let me, okay, let me go back to the, the discretion. Malaki, you're on Classic Hits. Maliki. Good afternoon, though. Uh, well, okay, the Phil Hogan story has kind of brought this topic about in the first place. So the Gardaí obviously have discretion. They use the discretion for Phil Hogan with his mobile phone. Is it wrong of Gardaí to use discretion?
4: Well I think they have to have a discretion. And I mean
5: none of us know the no.
4: exact circumstances of of the incident that's been talked about. Whether as in your case perhaps you rejected a call and just put the phone down. Mm-hmm. Um or any but the, the I would have assumed, and I'm sure all of your listeners would have assumed that if they're stopped by a guard for maybe pulling into a, a parking bay or something or a wheelchair place or, or somewhere where they shouldn't park or in a clear way and he tells you to move on. And technically, he could do you for um, illegal parking and, and give you penalty points, right?
0: That is discretion, yeah.
4: Yes, and we would have all assumed, and certainly I would have assumed, that that was the end of the matter. I didn't realise that he takes a note of that, and then he goes and put it, puts it on pulse. Now, the question that has to be asked but, is but, 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 the, but Hold I, on, is that the normal procedure, or was it put on pulse... Because of the identity of the person who was stopped.
0: But is it not normal procedure that if you're given a caution under the Road Traffic Act, and some guards will just go, "Uh, look, just don't do that again on your way. Yeah, but there are other guards who will say, I'm cautioning you under section whatever it is of the Road Traffic Act.
4: And, And that's a different thing. So we need to, it's not clear if that was the case. And why would he do that, then, is the question. And the other question, then, is why is somebody's personal information, which we're told continually, if you ring the banks, if you ring the government, you ring anybody about your information, you're told, oh, we can't tell you that GDPR and all of this nonsense that they go on with, right? Yet, this is now in the public domain because the Garda Commissioner took that information and gave it
0: to the Minister of Justice, to
4: the to Minister of Justice, who leaked it.
0: Well, she didn't leak it, she then gave it to the Taoiseach. The
4: Yes, who then leaked, you know, they put... And when you say leaked, he made it public, yes. Well, yes, and
0: you see... Well, now now you've got the European Commission themselves are now demanding by two o'clock today he produces a full report, which they are suggesting should be made public.
4: Look, we're we're living in an era now where anybody who does anything outside of... What they're told now is to be hung out to dry. And this is not just applicable to to what happened. But, yeah, but Maliki,
0: I mean, you have to understand, whether you agree with guidelines or not, right? Um, You have to understand the mood of the nation that there are people out there who said they couldn't attend somebody's funeral, they couldn't attend somebody's wedding, they couldn't attend somebody's
4: wedding. I I mean, certainly those who made the decision to go there, right? And remember, this was organised. And no, but they were saying that basically these are
0: the ones; they, these are I mean, people in government, right? So, they, although obviously Phil Hogan well, is not, but I know he's the no European Commissioner, but he did, but, he did. As a yeah, but he, he did, yeah, but he did, he did for a long time.
4: But you see, and,
0: and the point is, happen. these are people who, I suppose, are pillars of society, and they must uh, set a standard higher than the rest of us to some well, extent.
4: You, yeah, well, you see, when when it when the previous government was in power, when Varadkar was Taoiseach, the incident of him in the Phoenix Park, which we discussed on your programme, wasn't an issue, right?
1: Mhm.
0: Well, it did. I Well, I did make it an issue, and I did political say it was an issue. The
4: establishment didn't make it an issue, right? The media didn't make it an issue. Now, I'm not saying there shouldn't have been repercussions for what happened in Clifton. It shouldn't have happened. But you believe, do you believe
0: the reaction is completely over the I top? I think
4: it's been used for political purposes. I think that what had already happened was that people... Are now questioning this whole nonsense about the pandemic and all. And well, when you say people, nonsense
0: about pandemic, clearly, clearly there is a virus out there that's killing there is people. A virus. Is yes. there a
4: pandemic? That's well, a debate which should take place, which they won't take, which they won't allow. We saw, for instance, people. The issue on masks alone. Okay, I I don't
0: don't want to get into a COVID conversation today because we we do that regularly. And I'm not trying to put you off. It's not a conspiracy. I'm probably one of the only presenters who will talk about both sides of that story on a regular basis. And
4: that's true. Okay,
0: but let let me get back to guarded discretion. So your concern is not only about the guarded discretion, about the fact that what's entered into the poll system, if indeed a guard does use his discretion... And secondly, why are we hanging somebody out to dry when we seem to have, according to the the data commissioner, very strict data uh, protection in this country? And yes, the commissioner, Drew Harris, can talk about an instant. In other words, for example, if I was stopped for speeding and which I have been many times and I get penalty points or a fine. And the following day or three days later, I have the Minister of Transport on and I'm giving out to him about penalty points and all sorts of things. and, And I don't mention, of course, that I've been stopped. Does Drew Harris have a right to go to the Minister of Transport and so say, go back on the Boyle and show? He was stopped by a guard there three days ago. And we gave him a caution. So do yeah, they have a right to, re- an, to, to give that information to somebody? But
4: I don't think... Let's look at your position, for instance, just as a broadcaster, rather than anybody who's in the political um, sphere. Your, get your penalty points. That should be the end of it. That's a matter between you and the state, right?
0: Yep, under the Road Traffic Act. Now, yep.
4: because you maybe interview somebody or you attempt to interview somebody, for instance, the current Minister of Our Health who refuses to be interviewed, or anybody who you bring on the show and there's a, a, a bit of a barney with them and you get the better of them, let's say. Is it okay for them in government then to go and seek, or for the Guard the Commissioner to come along and give information that you have three penalty points and put that into the public domain? I would suggest that it's wrong. That that's your... your um, so do you, so are,
0: you, are you saying that you believe Phil Hogan has been unfairly treated? or used as a scapegoat?
4: Well, let me say this firstly. I have no time absolutely for Phil Hogan. I think he's... Up okay, okay. I don't want to get any personal but, comments, yeah. but you have no time so, for him, right? You don't, I, I right? do think he's been made a scapegoat of. And I think that others who have had to resign um, are also being made scapegoats.
0: So because do you do you believe that, and I don't want to go completely off this topic in relation to guard of discretion, but what happened in Clifton, Gulfgate, as it's all known, all the people who have lost their jobs because of it or all had to resign or whatever it is. Um do you believe that this, that event that night and the bad decision they made to go into that, uh, overcrowded, if that's the word you want to use, event or guideline-breaking event, shouldn't define them for the rest of their lives of their political careers? No,
4: and it shouldn't destroy their careers. They made a simple mistake. Right? So, so, so an apology should, should, have enough, should have been enough,
0: not a resignation. It enough.
4: But you see, if you look at the point where the government is losing control of the people because they're questioning now what's happening, and this was an attempt to... to put a marker down and say, you know, we're going to hound these people who are our own people. So you better watch out and do as you're told. You know, we're living in... in, uh, in I, a I know, I, I do. I mean, I,
0: Helena, have you been listening to that? I'm sure you have, yes. Yeah, I
4: have.
0: I, and you know, I, this is a conversation I had the there and I don't want to change the topic, right? But I did have a conversation the night, my partner, and we were talking about politicians and I did have a level of sympathy for them, right? And I know this is not sound mad, right? And I'm not defending what Maliki is saying, but... When you're in that situation or the situation they're in at the moment, they're being watched. You know what I mean? And if they do, like there was, I mentioned yesterday, there was a picture of Leo Varadkar in a spa shop somewhere. I don't know where he was in Cork, I believe, or Galway or somewhere. And he had, you know, a six pack of Heineken under his arm. And it went all over social media and gone, so what? He's gone in for a six pack of Heineken. You, like that, you have to set some sort of standard above the guidelines. Do you feel any sympathy for them, Alina?
4: I would have thought he'd be getting the wine right and yeah. the Heineken. Yep, yeah, probably. Do I
1: feel any, did you say? Sorry? Did you, you were speaking to me, sorry. Yeah, Selena,
0: Yeah. Do you do you, uh, do you no, feel any sympathy for them?
1: I feel zero sympathy for them actually going to this golf event because they're the ones imposing these views and these laws on everybody else, and it's complete contempt in my eyes for every individual in this country um, by going and attending a golf event when they had just put out. Well, Twenty-four think,
0: hours before that, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: No, I think it's disgusting. I think no, I think. And and you I, and uh, Malagi
0: says he's not denying what they did was wrong, but no. he said an apology would have been enough. Uh, you know, resigning no, and losing their political careers over it.
1: No, no, I think I think they should resign. I think they should be made to resign. Every one of them, because they are the ones who are imposing this on every single individual. They knew. It's not like they didn't know. This is not a simple mistake. It isn't a simple mistake because they knew exactly what they were doing. If you did it, if I did it, if Maliki did it, we'd all be in. Yeah but, but, yeah, but he's
0: not denying that, but he's saying that's an overreaction.
1: Well, I think that, um, you know, my personal reaction to that is I think it's a complete overreaction, all, the, um, all these things that they're imposing on everybody else.
0: Well, I wouldn't disagree with you completely on that, uh, but isn't that the very point? That we're, the, I think the saddest part, I'm sorry, I'm way over time here, the saddest part of this whole thing, not just golf gate, of lockdowns, of restrictions, of everything, is human beings and the way we're now turning on each other and the Ooh. way, you know, people are being vilified. I saw a tweet this morning, when well, I was talking about a tweet this morning, a girl put a tweet up and she said, saw a man's full face today, I felt a bit of a flutter, LOL, right? And that message to me, I know that might be funny and everything else, but here's a woman who saw a man's face. And it's a sign of the times that we don't see people's faces as much as we used to because we're in shops and we don't, you know, we don't see them. We have masks on them. And um, the point, I suppose, that I'm trying to say is that we're very quick now as human beings to turn on each other. Be they politicians or radio presenters or solicitors or or just people on the street or whatever they are. You know, you see somebody without a mask, for example, who might have genuinely just forgot to bring up with them. It's not the end of the world. You know what I mean? And they walk into a shop and we're turning on them. Look at him,
1: he's not wearing a mask. I completely, utterly, totally agree with you. However, these are the people making the rules for everybody else and they
0: are the ones flashing them No, I remember five years ago I got a call saying my wife was going into labour three months early I'd come from Newcastle and Dublin down to the Coombe and I was on the bus lane, the Nace road on the phone to my wife and speeding and a guard was there he pulled me in so I explained the story to him he just goes look, stick up my arse those exact words down the Long Mile Road the the Road onto the Crumlin Road and straight over Dalton's Barn broke every light on the roads got me to the hospital and just goes I hope everything works out well for you and your family I thought it was amazing what that man did that day he used his discretion in an emergency situation absolutely
5: how are you doing using the mobile phone driving no matter where it is there's no discretion involved it's dangerous I've got a friend I knocked off a motorbike from a guy who was on his phone and uh, he was bad but Using a phone when you're driving is a no-no. No no matter who you are, Jesus Christ or Phil Hogan should get bleeding done. End
0: off. Oh, now we're in trouble. You've just compared Phil Hogan to Jesus Christ. Stay there, Malachy, if you can. Malachy, they make a lot of sense, obviously, in relation to discretion. But that guy there says there should be no discretion with mobile phones.
4: Well, we don't know the full extent of the mobile phone use.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, I, I gave the example of what happened to me. Now, that guy sadly didn't use his discretion. I believed he should have. I didn't use the phone. Because he was looking at me at the time. I was hardly going to use it while he was looking at me anyway.
4: And now, you see, that's the problem. People, when it comes to themselves, like yourself, will want the, the, the guard to be able to use the discretion. But then when we look at somebody, for instance, like um, Hogan, or somebody who we don't particularly like at any moment in time, we think the boot should be thrown at them. So people are saying they want one rule for everybody. In fact, they don't. What they really want is one rule...
0: For the politicians.
4: For, yeah, and the political class. Um, and, and a different room for rule for when they themselves get stopped. Okay, well, but we'll, see, really well, 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 well hang it.
0: on. we well, stay there for a second because, Jason, you're in classic gets Jason, you don't believe in discretion.
6: No, I think uh, discretion should be done away with altogether across the whole board. You can't sit around and pick and choose what laws we want to choose to implement and what laws we don't want to implement. Um, all, uh, the guard uh, has a bad day. You're going to have to book charge it. The guard has a good day. You're going to have a nice, easy ride. No, you shouldn't be... Ch- uh, uh, Upholding the laws of the country because a guy has to go nude. You should be upholding the laws of the country because you're a girl and you're, you're a lad. You're going to get done, or if you're a lad and you're a girl, you're going to get done for sex discrimination. Something like any discrimination should be taken out of class discrimination. Every single thing. Everybody so, should be. Uh, it's a perfect uh, world, uh, isn't it? That's
0: a perfect world, isn't it?
6: The law is the law. The law is the law. You can't uh,
0: No, nobody, nobody's denying the law is the law, well, but how you imple- and how you enforce the law. The law has always been open to discretion.
4: Well, it shouldn't be up. It should be taken out of Okay, sorry, sorry, Malik. You want to because, say something so, there, too? I mean, the logic of what he's saying is, then that the other, co- the other texter there that said about, you know... His wife. ...bringing him in, into yeah. the hospital, should have pulled him in, took the car off him, and left him on the side of the road.
6: Yeah, that's tough looking. You're speeding. Uh, are, you, are you having it off, if, Jason? If you're speeding,
4: and
3: I'm telling
0: you that. Happened, so, we Jason, be- are you honestly serious? So, a guy is rushing, his wife is in labour about to give birth, and he's rushing to get her to a hospital. Are you telling me honestly that you believe the guard should enforce the law, kick the two of them out of the car, and take the car off them? Wasn't
6: his wife in the hospital? Sorry? Wasn't his wife in the hospital?
0: No, he was going to get her to bring her to the hospital.
6: But why don't you ring an ambulance? That's what ambulance is there for.
4: Oh, for God's sake. Well, wait, wait, wait till maybe someday it's yours. Well, like, and then you'll have a different attitude.
6: I well, had a girlfriend that had a baby. I'm a father. Why is not you get an ambulance to, the ambulance to bring a woman into the hospital? Why is it the uh, speed that kills people, uh, using a phone that kills people, uh, breaking them out of them rules of the road? Why? Because the girlfriend's going the Labour, ringing an ambulance. You've never, you've never broke the speed limit yourself, then have you? I have Speed limit. Not anymore. But at the like penalty points, I break oh, the speed limit, and I don't I agree with it. Everyone should be doing for equally. We can't just pick and choose who we decide to give uh, the law to. It's not right. Like it's, it isn't right. It's
0: just, it, it, it. Well, I mean, a lot of it depends on your attitude too. You know what I mean? It's not just the guard's mood. I mean, your attitude, by the way, can you know that that can, can dictate the mood of the guard as well.
1: So you're in common driving
6: a car, pumping the music, you're on the phone, garbage, you over here, and you get three pound points, and you're like, eh, hey, fine. You're there, there's, there's a posh young girl that pulls over using her phone, but she starts crying, oh, I'm sorry, obviously, blah, 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 and she gets away right with it. That's a that's, uh, class discrimination. But, yeah, Sh- it started- but
0: it's human nature apart from anything else. No no no. No. no, 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 I'm just saying it is. I, I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying it's human nature.
6: But that's what happened. The penalty will give I, I, the I have heard so lies. many
0: stories of young guards stopping, you know, a young good looking girl. And I heard one story the guard was actually flirting with her while he stopped her. But it's, but in but so saying that, I'm not going to condemn them because it's human what nature. Mean,
6: he wouldn't give her the penny point, but he gave the lad, uh, the, the, the common lad, the penny points before he'd give
0: the girl the penny points. Okay, well, hang on. Let me go to Paul as well. Paul, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Paul?
5: Sorry, oh, Paul, I do, I do apologise. That's my fault. Sorry, Paul, go ahead. Grant, Grant. Yeah, I, uh, in terms of the discretionary, yeah, I, I, I believe they should keep it, you know, under different circumstances, definitely.
0: Jason says the law is the law. It doesn't matter. It should be no, done.
5: Different, different circumstances. I mean, I'm driving over 20 years, cars and motorbikes, and I've had occasions where, you know, you get pulled up for this or that, and, you know, the other time I have been, I have been got away with some discretion not messing about completely but you know being pulled up giving a warning caution drive off, yeah drive off with your tail between your legs
0: and, and you think twice it. about doing it again then.
5: oh that's it and then yeah. now what i texted in earlier was that i wish i'd gathered at the start here, when my job hasn't stopped at all throughout the lockdowns and all this carry on and uh at the very start of it i was coming home one day and i don't know whether you know the Davitt road a good long road. It's like, it's literally the length of an airport strip. Yep, yeah, yeah. It, now it's classed as a built up area, 50 kilometres, even though one side of it, there's nothing on it. It's just a canal. And on the other side, there's mainly uh, industrial buildings that were all closed in the lockdown. And then a housing they stay up the very end. And the road so would it, have
0: been fairly empty anyway. Yeah. Oh,
5: completely empty. Now I went up it. Now I thought it was maybe 60 kilometres. And without realising, I'd gone over that. I was at about 71. And it turns out it was 50. And this Bangarda jumped out of a bush like, or jumped out from behind a wall like Dick Turpin <laughs> and just ambushed me. You yeah, know that way? i yeah. get in here. Didn't care less about the fact that I was completely dressed in high-vis. Didn't com- care about, my bike was basically all bright and high-vis. I had my essential passes letter and I thought even that she might be all right and say, ah, oh, jeez, you're still working. And then yeah, go yeah. on and give me a warning. No, nope. bang. Just did me. 3 points, under. 85 euro. Yeah, and here's the cracker for you on the back of my motorbike I had this little kind of dash camera and it was because sometimes cars would drive a bit too close when you're yeah. yeah. on the mornings. and she said that to me is that a camera on your bike? I said yeah and I tell you I wish I had it on the front because you know what she did right this was gas in order to convince me that I'd gone over the limit she stood right next to me like we were on a date Literally six inches away from me to show me the camera to show me show the speed. That and maybe
0: she maybe she wants to go on a date with you.
5: Oh, Jesus. I mean, <laughs> well, <laughs> okay,
0: the me. point Jason will make is that you deserve the fine there and then. That was the way it is. You broke the law, and of course, you did. You're not denying that. You broke the law uh, there and then. But your argument is that there should be some level of discretion depending on the circumstances, you know, and the road conditions. Uh, All that kind of stuff. And Malik, you you, you would agree with that, I suppose.
4: Yeah, I totally agree with that. I mean, for instance, you're coming and you do this regularly, you know, if you're coming off the M1 into Santry, it goes from 120 to 80 straight away. That's right, yeah. You know, and most people haven't got down to 80 at that, you know, at that point. Mm -hmm. Now, they drop down to it by the time they get to the tunnel.
0: Yeah, and the tunnel is so... And
4: and every morning, almost, at Whitehall Church, there's a police car sitting there waiting to catch anybody who... Didn't get down quick. Honestly.
0: And by the way, if you're in the tunnel and you come out of the tunnel going towards Dublin Airport, um, most people come out of the tunnel and they go, Grant, I'll take the car back and off. And they put the boot down. And they don't put the boot down. Well, they'll speed up a little bit. And, and, and the traffic generally does. They'll speed up a bit. And on the left-hand side, just before you get to the M50, there's always a van there now catching people who yep. do that. Um, so and that's actually classed as the M. It's classed as the M one or no the M fifty, not the M one. Did you know that that stretch of road between the tunnel and the M fifty is actually the M fifty, not the yeah. M one?
4: Yeah. and... You'll notice there that it, it come, when you come out of the tunnel you're still at 180 for about 2 mile yeah. or at 80 for about 2 mile before it goes up to 120.
0: That's right until he gets the the bridge at the airport. Alright, uh, keep texting, keep WhatsApping. numbers 87 zero eight. there you go you heard from Paul there he didn't get the discretion but should the guards have the right or the privilege to give discretion?
5: Niall, two weeks ago I was on my way to work and at the traffic lights which
0: were red I was sitting waiting to go I had the phone in my hand not on it it was just in my hand Guard was in the lane line beside me, pulled me in and lashed into me, saying that I was getting done for the use of the phone. I told him I wasn't on it, and he goes, "It doesn't matter. Once the phone is in your hand, it's deemed you're on the phone." So that's what happens, and I got a uh, fine and penalty points. Thank you. Yep, that's exactly what happened to me. Marker on Classic Hits. Marker from the Cork Motorist Movement.
5: What? Yep, the, well, familiar.
0: first, what is the Cork Motorist Movement, by the way? Apologise my ignorance.
3: You're okay. I basically, I set up the Cork Motorists' movement basically just to lobby um the powers that be in Cork um just to make sure that motorists are treated fairly because like we're gonna see a lot of changes to our city over the next twenty years with our development plan. Right, okay. Public transport, so I just wanted a bit of fairness and motorist advice, to be heard.
0: I'm, have you got a Facebook page, or what, what have you got on? I there? do I
3: have a Facebook page and a Twitter page, and earlier I set up an Instagram page. now. What's, name, what's like, the name What's the of
0: your Facebook page? The Cork Motors Movement, I assume. Yes, yeah,
3: Cork Motors Movement, <laughs> so you, you'll find me at Cork Motorists. Okay. On Facebook and Twitter.
0: Okay, now in relation to Garda discretion in this whole Phil Hogan yeah. story. So Phil Hogan obviously was stopping his mobile phone. Garda gave him a caution yeah. or, or maybe didn't even give him a caution. Just said to him, listen, don't let me see you doing that again. Um, do you think Garda should be allowed to do that?
3: I think they shouldn't be allowed to do it in terms of mobile phone usage. I think they, there's no excuse for that. Um, but I think in other areas, definitely, there is um, wiggle room there. Okay, so I
0: mean, so speeding, in, depending on the conditions, the road exactly. conditions, and uh, how many yeah. cars are on the road, what time it is.
3: Like, you, even, we say, for example, if you're driving in a 100km zone, and they guarder clocks to clock you at 104km an hour, should you really be pulled over? No, I don't. I, well, I don't
0: think you can. I mean, legally, I think you would be within the law to object to that, because isn't there a f- 5 or 10% calibration... Calibration gadgety thing or whatever. Ten yeah. percent is it? Yeah, yeah, okay.
3: I think it's ten percent. But I, with regard to the Phil Hogan one, I don't think discretion should be used in terms of depending on who you are. Like if you're a high-ranking member of government, or you're a well-known personality that shouldn't be a justification for
0: Well, the no, garden. never, no. And I would completely agree that. Discretion should never be used based on the class of, of somebody. It yeah. doesn't matter whether you're John or from Tala or you're, you know, the T shock. It shouldn't, you know, yeah. the dis- discretion should be used that way. But take my situation there, going back four years ago, where I was at a set of traffic lights, saw the garden car beside me, the phone rang. In my last car, I couldn't hang up with the button on the steering wheel, right? I just had to physically mm-hmm. hang it up, right? Even though I had Bluetooth. Um, I picked up the phone seeing the guard looking at me, and I hung up on the call, put it back down again because I didn't want it to be ringing in case he saw it ringing or something, right? Mm -hmm. And when I pulled away, he pulled me in and he he gave me penalty points and he gave me a fine and said it didn't matter that I wasn't on the phone. He said, once you had a phone in your hand, which is the law, by the way. It is, that is the law. Yeah, but I did ask, I said, look, you see me looking at you, you know I wasn't going to use it in front of you. I knew you were watching me. Why would I have done that? And he said, it doesn't matter, that's the law.
3: I think... I think you're just unlucky in that case, to be honest with you. Like, technically he was right, but, like, he could have just had a word with is there to say... But on, they, well, that's that's what is what I mean.
0: So discretion it. in that case would be okay yeah. for a mobile phone.
3: It, it depends, because, like, your intent wasn't to use it, but then again, if a guard pulls you over, even if you were on the phone, a lot of people will try and chance their way over and say... Well, they lie oh, like <laughs> yeah, you know, I was really on the phone, come on, can you leave me go this time, I won't do it again. Yeah. You know... So, like, I think you're just
0: unlucky, but, like, the guard was probably following the rules, but... I want to like by the the way, in in Cork, generally speaking, when it comes to, you know, speeding vans being placed in, I suppose, shooting fish in the barrel areas, as we call them. I mean, are are they genuinely, do you believe, the speed vans, or the ghost safe vans, or whichever, the guardavans, vans, whichever ones are being used, are they being put in areas which are accident black spots, or are they being put in an area just to collect revenue? What do you believe?
3: Both. So, I think... There's a, the vast majority of them are in places where there's accident black spots. But like even, I don't know how familiar you are with driving at the car, but like if you come off the motorway just before John Kettle yep. at Landmire and you drive down past Grandin's garage, there can be a, a guard van at the bottom of the hill trying to catch cars coming down the hill. Because you
0: would have been coming at a decent speed, coming into a different uh, speed limit, yeah.
3: Absolutely. And like I think that is unfair, but at the same time, those vans do work because anyone who's driving those roads regularly will know that they could be there, which will slow you down. But isn't wasn't that
0: always the intention? Because I know in England, that, I don't know what the law is like here in England, by law, if they have a van, they must have signs up, right? And the idea of signs is because they don't want to catch it. The idea is not to catch people. It's to deter people from doing it. Yeah, so absolutely. if you put signs up, well, then people go, oh, I better slow down, there's a van up ahead. They're meant to tell you. Yeah, and they're not yeah. meant by the way this idea of hiding behind bushes and signs they're not meant to do that but they still do it
3: they do they, they still do it and like even with like I suppose with the guard with the gun themselves it's different because they don't have to tell you that they're there at all but a lot of the time they would camouflage themselves. Yeah, alone. I did
0: I did see a very funny one in Cork. I think it was in Cork recently with a it was a vanguard and she was hiding behind a telegraph pole. <laughs> and yeah. unfortunately for her, she wasn't quite thin enough to be hiding behind a telegraph pole. Can I just point out? She was well spotted. Listen, well done. Thanks, Mark. Uh, Marcus from the Cork Motorist Movement. You can catch them on Facebook and they stand for justice for motorists.